Welcome. I am your pastor, Pastor Omar Ellison with Salt and Light Covenant Church. Open up your hearts as we enter in to hear a word from the Lord. We are bound by him and his rules, his authority, and the way that he sees it. Amen. Real quick, when you start talking about a kingdom, we've come to find out on one accord that a kingdom is simply a spiritual realm <clears throat> over which God reigns as king. Amen. Or the fulfillment on earth of God's will, or in other words, his purpose. Amen. And his will and his purpose is only done through those that are submitted to his kingdom and submitted to what he's about. Amen. We find out an understanding that when you are a part of a kingdom, you are property of that king. Amen. So you no longer have any rights. Amen. The only rights you have is to do it his way. Yeah. Amen. And anytime you decide to do it your way, you are declaring independency. Yeah. And anytime you declare independency, you are sole controller of, of making it happen for yourself. That's what independent states do. They have to take care of themselves. Amen. And that's what Satan wants you to do. He wants you to declare independency from this kingdom that Jesus wants you a part of. So you can handle it. Because he said, if I can get you to handle it, oh, I got you right where I want you. Because I know you can't do anything without him because I was with him. Oh, y'all better understand who you're fighting against. Satan has been a part of this kingdom. Satan has seen this kingdom. That's why he's, he's fighting so hard for you not to understand the kingdom. The kingdom. Spiritual realm over which God reigns as king or the fulfillment on earth of God's will. Amen. Let's just jump right into it. Go with me to Luke. Go with me to Luke. As we understand about seeking the kingdom. Luke, when you get there, go with me to the 12th chapter. When you get to the 12th chapter, skip down with me to the 29th. 29th verse reads, and seek not. So he starts off by telling you what not to seek. Isn't that interesting? As we, as we dive into this, look what he says. And seek not what you shall eat or what you shall drink. Neither be ye or you of a what? doubtful mind don't think these things won't come together for you so he starts off by telling you what not to seek for which means he, we must be seeking for something but obviously we've been seeking for the wrong thing because see anytime you seek for eating and drinking and where you're going to live and how much money you're going to make what you're really doing is all of those are survival tactics and what you're doing is seeking out a way on how to survive Right. And he's saying, look, don't seek out how you're going to survive. Right. Because when you're a part of my kingdom, it's not up to you how you're going to survive. It's up to me. <laughs> and what I've already made available for you is already set. It's already set in stone. It's already settled in heaven. What he has for you and you alone is already settled with him in heaven. It was settled with him before the very foundations of the world, that brought the very foundations of everything being created. He already had you in his mind. He already knew what he wanted to do with you. He already knew your purpose. Amen. So he's saying, look, don't come down here like those that are of the world and seeking after surviving. He said, you're way more better and bigger than just surviving. I know you need to survive. So he said, don't seek after what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, 
Neither don't even worry. Doubtful mind means to worry. Don't even worry about those things. Watch this. Next verse. For all, all these <coughs> things, which denotes to me that he seems to think that a lot of people want things. Could it be that all we're after are just things? Because he said, for all these things do the nations of the world seek after. The earthly nations of the world seek after these things. It's, that's funny. He, he said what you eat is just a thing. What you're seeking after drinking and where you live and what you're driving. He said all of those are just things. Just Things. And he said, everybody in the world is seeking after these things. And he's saying, you don't seek after things because I already know what you need. I already have available what you need. So don't be like the nations of the world. Don't be like the pagans of the world. He said, don't seek after things. Watch. For all the nations of the world seek after these. And watch this. And your father, your father, say my father, father. knoweth that you need of these things. He said, the very thing that they are striving for, that they are killing themselves for, that they, they, they working overtime for. He said, I'm all already aware of my children because we are his children, right? He said, my children already know that they need these things to survive, to make it. Watch this. But rather, catch it, seek ye the kingdom. Seek what? So our Father, through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is telling his citizens, his subjects, his sons, his daughters, he's establishing a priority. Because we know we get through life by prioritizing, right? Right? You prioritize. What's important? What do you mean prioritizing? What's important? Usually what's important to you is at the top. And then everything else just falls under that. It's prioritizing, right? But when you are part of a kingdom and you are under a king, you are not required to prioritize. You're only required to see what the king says about priority. So what does our king, our father, our eldest brother say should be the first thing we should prioritize about. He said, now the world prioritizing survival. They're prioritizing what to eat, what to drink, where they're going to live, how they're going to dress, what the, what the bank account look like. Are y'all following me on this, right? He said, but for my people, this is what you all should be going after first. Catch it. He said, but rather seek you the kingdom of God. Seek the kingdom of God. This should be the very first thing we're to go after. Your priority in this thing that we call life is seeking the kingdom. What are you talking about seeking the kingdom? Well, when you think about seeking I went and found out some synonyms about seeking, right? So when you look at seeking, seeking means this, to simply, one way of seeking is to study. (laughs) 
Now, when we come in here on Sundays, we come in here on one accord and we get information, right? But with, with the information, what you're supposed to do with the information that you receive here is to leave these walls and in your private time, in your quiet time, you should start with the help of the Holy Ghost, getting you some what we call understanding, Knowledge is simple, just simply the simple definition for knowledge is this information. That's what you're getting here. You're getting knowledge. As we go through these scriptures, as we talk, as we convey back and forth, right? You're getting knowledge. You're getting information, right? But what you do with the information is very important because after you get this information, now it's your responsibility to take the information you have and then to go home to get some understanding or in other words, with the help of the Holy Ghost, comprehend the information, this is just the starting of what you're getting. It continues on when you leave here. That's why getting in this word yourself is so important. When you are home alone, you get in these scriptures yourself with the help of the Holy Ghost so he can help you to comprehend it. Are y'all with me on this? Then once you get the information, you get the knowledge, you get the understanding, you comprehend it. Once you do that, then what comes next is wisdom. Because wisdom is the end of the equation because now the information that you have, you have comprehended it. Now it is time to apply it. And that's all wisdom is, is applying the information that you've comprehended. Information alone won't get you nowhere. Information with understanding won't get you nowhere. Because you can have the information, you can comprehend it, but never Apply it. And the father is going to set up, uh, allow a lot of opportunities for you to apply his word. And some of them opportunities are not going to feel good. But because you don't belong to you. Hallelujah. You belong to someone. So you are required regardless of what you're faced with, regardless of what you go through, to do it his way. But if you so choose not to do it his way, like we said earlier, you yourself declaim independency from this kingdom. And now you are required to figure it out yourself. Y'all see how this thing works? Are y'all catching this? So knowledge, information. Understanding, comprehend it. Are y'all catching this? Wisdom, apply it. Y'all catching that right? To study. See, let me give you another word for it. To explore. Oh. So not only does he want you to first study about a kingdom, he wants you to explore. Have an adventure. Go check out what a kingdom is all about. See, this is what you do in your quiet time. You go read up on kingdoms. What is a kingdom all about? How have kingdoms failed? How have kingdoms succeeded? What do kings do? How do kings think? How do kings... uh, That's exploring. That's a studying about a kingdom. Are y'all with me on this? Watch this one. To pursue. Oh. When you pursue something. you ever Anybody ever pursued anything? (laughs) <laughs> I think we all then pursue some things in our lives, huh? 
And all of them wasn't good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And either good or bad, you didn't pursue some stuff in your life, right? Hallelujah. Amen. But this is what he's saying about us as his subjects now, that the first thing that you are to go after, you are to pursue, that you are to explore, that you are to study about is his kingdom. Watch this. To consider. Hmm. What does that mean? We should be real familiar with that word. To consider means to think about. Means to ponder it. Means that no matter what you're faced with, no matter what you're going through, you consider what does the kingdom say? How would the king act? How would the king respond? Are y'all with me on this? This, this is what he's trying to shift our mind to thinking more like the kings that we are. Consider the kingdom. Life is going to happen to everybody. But now, what are you considering about the situation? Are you letting the situation speak louder? Or are you letting the kingdom speak louder? Consider what the kingdom has to say about every situation that you're in. Watch this one. To understand. Now, that's a good one, isn't it? Or in other words, to comprehend. Now, think about it like this. Out of all the ones we just went through, we talked about studying. We talked about exploring. We talked about considering. We talked about pursuing. And then we get to understanding. The Bible says in all you're getting, get what? Understanding. Be able to comprehend the information that you have. Because if you can never comprehend the information that you have, you'll never get the last stage of it, which is to apply it. Now, applying it is simply a choice. Now, you can let the noise speak louder and not apply it, or you can let the noise subside and apply what you understand. Get you understanding. Now, Satan don't care about you exploring. Satan don't care about you uh, pursuing. He don't even care about you studying the Bible. You want to get Satan's attention? Start understanding it. What do you mean understanding? When you get that aha moment. See, that's understanding. Aha. Y'all, Lord Jesus, I don't know why I just seen that. Y'all remember coming to America, the old man in the barbershop? Aha. That means he got it. He said, click, right? See, that's what Satan don't want. He don't want you to have the aha moment where it clicks. Oh, my God. I see it. That's understanding. I got it. I see it now. I've never seen it like that. I know the Lord gave me some understanding about the temptation in the wilderness with him and Satan. Just the other day, I done read that parable so many times in my life, and I'm riding Orlando in my car, talking to my to my brother in Jamaica, and he get, he he just like he just opened the veil and said, "Look," and I had a, oh my God, I had an aha moment. That's understanding. That's what Satan don't want y'all to have. He don't care about y'all coming here. He don't care about your pastor be preaching the word and giving you truth. He don't care about that. As long as you don't understand it. Because if you get that understanding, now you're, you're dangerous to apply it. Don't mean you're going to, but now you have the ability to, to apply it. All right? Are y'all catching that? Right? Watch this. Another word is to learn. 
Another word is the desire to know, to, to, just to have a desire to know. What am I talking about knowing? Knowing about the what? Kingdom. Learning about what? The kingdom. Watch this. To have a passion for. Oh, that's a big one right there, ain't it? To have a passion for what? What are you, you going to have a passion for? What are you going to have a passion going after? A passion for what? The kingdom. This is all about a king. Remember I used to share with y'all years ago? I say I finally got an understanding of this thing. I understand now that this is all about a mindset. I say this word is about a mindset, right? Remember I, y'all telling y'all, I say I got an understanding. But that was just one layer because I was like, it's just a mindset. He, he, wants you to, he wants you to shift your mind according to his word. But now as we start man, talking about this kingdom situation, I say, oh my God. Now this is another piece of the puzzle. A mind, what kind of mindset? A king kingdom mindset now i understand why he gave us so many weeks of mind renovation because he's saying look where i'm about to take you your mind has to be renovated be not conformed but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind because what i'm about to take you to your mind has to be able to grasp it so he gave all us about 16 17 weeks of a mind washing and now here he is talking about a kingdom a kingdom my kingdom. He said, talk to him about a kingdom, right? So he said, look, how do you see? You pursue, you study, you consider, you learn, you desire to know, you have a passion for, you explore first. <laughs> Y'all catching it? First, the kingdom of God. You have understanding of his kingdom. This is our responsibility. He won't force this on you. As far as you want to go with it, he'll take you. But watch this. If you have no desire of the kingdom, guess what he does? It's hidden from them. Oh, God. And it's not hidden from them to, because this is a secret society. No, this ain't no, this ain't no secret society. There ain't no secrets in him. But if you have no desire to know about the kingdom, it'll be hidden from them that have no desire. Because what? You have no interest in it. Oh, are y'all catching this? You have no desire. You have no interest. There's no commitment there. There's no value there for his word. So because there's no value there, that's why a lot of people read the Bible and they say, well, I don't understand it. Why? Because you really don't have no interest into the Bible. You really don't have a desire to know about the kingdom, to know what his word is showing. So because you have no interest, you have no real desire, you haven't fully committed yourself to it, then it is hidden from you. And the Bible makes no sense to you trying to read this with your carnal mind. Are y'all, is it clicking? All right. And that's why he's trying to shift to understand. Look, this is how you see. And this is the very first thing that you are responsible for doing. He will not force that on you. He wants you to go after it. Just like you went after that job. Or just after you went after that relationship. Or just after you went after getting that promotion. The same energy. The same pursuit. The same passion you have for that. He said, now I want you to have that same energy. The same pursuit. The same passion coming after and understanding the kingdom. Y'all seen this? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Catch this. We're still in Luke, right? But rather, seek ye the kingdom of God. Now catch this. If you do this, look at the upside of this promise. Now see, most of us don't believe this. 
Most of us don't believe this because if we did, we would, we would really, we would really pursue this. Look what he said after that promise. If you pursue, if you explore, if you consider, if you understand, if you have a desire to know, if you have a passion for the kingdom of God <laughs> and all these things that everybody is working themselves to the bone for, that everybody is seeking for, that even some of my people are praying for. Guess what? They'll just be added to you. They'll just be added to you. Because you're exploring in my kingdom. They'll just be added to you. Because you're learning about my kingdom. They'll just be added to you. Because you have a desire for my kingdom. But most of us in the body now, we're not talking about the world. We understand the world. The world is blinded by the God of this world. Okay, we get it. I'm talking about us that are blinded and we in. How are we blinded and in? Could it be that we don't have our priorities set? Or could it be that we have not really sold in and been fully persuaded on what our king says should be our first priority? And he's telling us your first priority should be the kingdom and the kingdom only. And if you make the decision to have the kingdom only as your priority, he said, I'm going at everything that you see the world going after. I'm going to just add it to your life. They out there striving to eat better. He said, I just added to your life. They out there striving to live better. He said, I just added to that. They out there striving to be successful. He said, I'll just that to just be added to your life. People are going after fame. He said, I'll just not do that for you. Yeah. I added to you. You're already famous. Now, how many of y'all know y'all already successful? Amen. Success in the kingdom is not like success in the world. Success in the world is like status. When you see people, they drive a certain, they live a certain, they dress a certain, then we say what? They are successful. Guess what? And empty. Just as empty. Got all that money. Empty. Can't go to bed with the lights out. Empty. Oh, I'm serious. You got millionaires that can't go to bed with the lights out because of all the stuff that they need to get there. Scared to death. Like a child. Can't go to sleep in the dark. Because they seeing stuff in the shadows and hearing voice. Oh, come on, y'all. Y'all better come on here. Tormented yeah. behind where they are. And he's saying the very thing that they have, I will add it to you. Seeking out there for a spouse. He said, I just had it. Desiring to have kids. He said, I just, I just had that. Want a nice house in a nice neighborhood. <sighs> Need a bigger car. They striving. Let me get two jobs so I can make more money to get that. Ah, you, because you desire to seek first my kingdom. Y'all see how this works. Then I watch this. Watch this. This is our king. This is our king. And this is what he's saying. So what's the first thing we're supposed to go after? The kingdom. It's the kingdom. It's the kingdom. And if you do that, guess what he's going to do? He's going to add. He's going to add to you. He's going to add to you. Now, don't mix this with faith. Don't try to grab this with your intellect. Because with your intellect, this young boy going to sound crazy. 
But let me share some things with you about this young boy. I have desired to go after the kingdom. And let me tell you something. Over the past 10 years, he has added so much to my life to the point stuff I ain't even prayed for has come my way. I, t- I, I done told y'all plenty of times, when you get to walk with him, your prayer life changed. You don't even be praying about stuff. It come your, I told y'all, I don't pray about money. I don't pray about money. Well, Pastor, you must got a lot of it. I ain't saying that, but I don't pray about it. It must don't get tight. It get tight. It got to my sock down. You know, I see it get tight. But I ain't praying about it. Why? Because I'm a part of the kingdom. And he told me, son, I had what you need if you seek first. Oh, God. Y'all, y'all catching me. Y'all. Seek first the kingdom. I, I had, I had. I already know what you need. I already got it set up for you. Just seek first the kingdom. And he said, I'll add all these things to you. Watch this. Watch this. Catch this now. Catch this. Look at that next verse. Fear not. Uh-oh. Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure. Look what is his good pleasure. To do what? To give you what? The kingdom. The kingdom. The kingdom. It is his good pleasure. He said, don't you fear. It's my, I want to do this stuff for y'all. I want you to be blessed on top of blessed. I want you to have the best. I want you to have everything that the kingdom has. I'm going to give you access to everything that my kingdom has. But he said what? Notice how he started it off. Fear not. Because let me tell you something. If you're not careful, bills will make you fear. Oh, watch this. Guess what? Kids will make you fear. You get to look at them kids. I ain't raised them like this. And they're going to go totally opposite. You're like, what is this? If you have a fear there, guess what you did? You just opened up the door for, oh, y'all catching it. You just gave place to Satan when he said, don't give him no place. The only way you can give place to Satan is by fearing. But he said for us, he said, don't you fear, little flock, little flock. Look how he's looking at us. Little flock, no fear. It is my good pleasure. I want to give you the kingdom. So because I want to give it to you, I need you all to first seek the kingdom. And then I'm going to add, I like the way Matthew says it. Matthew says it real beautiful too. It says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. His righteousness. I like that. His, what does that mean? He's saying first seek the kingdom and then have a, get a full understanding that you are in right standing with him. That nothing that has happened in your past has stopped you right now. He's saying whatever happened in your past is done. It's over. Don't let it speak to you anymore. You are in right standing now with Christ. He said, only think about your now and your future. Well, you don't know what I went through. He said, let it go. You don't know how they treated me. He said, let it go. You don't know how they did it. He said, let it go. It is in the past. We can't do anything about it right now. It is in the past. Release it. All you can work on now is now. What's going on right now? Where are you right now? And now your future. Are y'all, y'all with me on this? His righteousness, he said, and I will add all these things. You know what that word first means? When you say first, first means priority. 
What's first in your life? Are your kids first in your life? Or what you're making, getting that promotion on your job, is that first in your life? Getting that new car, is that first in your life? Living in a certain place, is that first in your life? Wearing certain clothes, is that first in your life? What's first in your life? Now that's, that's individual, I'm not asking you to tell me, just think, just think when you hear the question. What's first in your life? If, if seeking the kingdom is not first in your life, then this is a time to make an adjustment. That's all it is. He's just trying to get you to make an adjustment, but now watch this. He's not going to force you or make you to make it. He just presents you with the idea. And it's up to you if you will take the king's idea and say, you know what, king? I hear you. I'm going to make the adjustment to line up with your idea or your thought. Are y'all catching it? And if you line up with his thoughts, you line up with his ideas, then what I always tell you, you get what? His results. It's no longer on me now. If I line up with him, I get his results. And guess what? His results are always what? Good. Good. Everything he did was good. When he looked at what he did, he said, at the end, what he said is very. He said, oh, look at my thoughts. Look at my idea. Oh, that's very good right there. Are y'all with me on this? Making sense? Okay, so that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to shift us to make his stuff first. Priority. What's most important to you? That's first. Being before all others. Uh-oh. Is the kingdom before all others in our lives? I'm not asking for an answer. Just, just think. Just think. Don't nod your head. Don't. Just think. Is the kingdom of God before all others in our lives? Well, you don't know about these kids. These kids is, mm-mm. The kingdom is supposed to be before your kids. Well, wait a minute, that, that spouse of mine, if I can just get her to hush her mind, uh, 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 uh. You are not going to get to heaven and look at the father and say, if it wasn't for that wife, no, you not. That wife or that husband is not going to be a good reason when you stand before him. Is your wife or your husband before him? Or is he before them? Because watch this. If he's before them, they're going to change eventually. I've been waiting on the change for 10 years. Keep, keep walking. And there's no time with him. Oh, y'all catching this? Are y'all with me on this? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Before all others, watch this. Next one. First, above everything. Seek ye first. Above Everything. Nothing else matter but going after the kingdom first. Nothing else I'm considering but going after the kingdom first. It's above everything. His kingdom in my life is above my wife, above my kids, above my job, above my financial status, above where I'm living. I'm just seeking first because he's already promised if I seek him first, he'll add everything to me and he's going to add it his way he's going to give me his desires and his desires is going to be way bigger than my desires because my desires is capped it's limited i'll get comfortable in my desire his desire is going to hallelujah catch this see anytime he gives you one of his desires his desire is always say always always going to require faith his desires ain't going to be what your bank account can handle. His desires ain't going to be what your, your degree can handle. His desires ain't going to be what your networking can handle. It's always going to be out of your range. 
Why you say? Because he is high and lifted up. He is king over all the earth. We serve a big God who does it big. And to hang with a big God that does things big requires faith. Because he is invisible. For a season. Are y'all with me on this? So are we really pursuing above all others? Are we really exploring before all others? Are we really desiring and considering the kingdom as first priority in our lives? That's a self-check. Guess who else has a self-check? That's a self-check for me too. Just because I'm up here talking to y'all, guess who else I'm talking I tell y'all all the time, who I be talking to when I be up here talking? I'm talking to me. Y'all come here to hear me talk to myself. Because that goes to me too. We are all required. The word of God is a two-edged sword. If what I'm saying to you is cutting you today, guess what? I'm getting sliced up too. Oh God, are y'all seeing this? Seek ye first the kingdom. You are required to do that. And if you make the decision to do it, guess what? He said, I'm going to add everything that you see folks in the world seeking after. I'm just going to give it to you. Because I'm a good father. Y'all catching that? All right. I must have my guy. All right. Go with me here. Let's go here real quick. Go with me to Matthew. Let's touch on a couple of nuggets and then we're going to be done. Matthew. We go to Matthew 13 real quick. We're almost done. I really wanted to push that so you can have an understanding about seeking. So you can have an understanding of first. So when, he, when you read that scripture now, you understand. Hold on, God. And now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Now, if you have not, if you have not, if you have not been seeking first the kingdom, if it has not been a priority, if you have not been learning about it, if you have not been exploring it, and then you hear this right now, and it is pricking your heart what I'm saying to you, oh, this is just a time when you just say what? Lord, I apologize. Just in your heart. And you're thinking, that's what I mean. When I say your heart, I'm talking about the, the, your mind. That's, anytime you read in the Bible, it talks about the heart. He's not talking about that muscle in your chest. He's talking about your thinking. Anytime you, the heart, the heart of man. He's talking about your thinking, your subconscious, the conscious, the inner part of a man in your subconscious. 95% of what you do is subconsciously. It's subconscious. I tell you all the time, you don't have to think to breathe. Your body automatically do it. You subconsciously breathing right now, today. We breathing in here right now, subconsciously. You are unaware of the fact that you're breathing, but you are not making yourself breathe. You subconsciously breathing right now. And that's what he's trying to enter into the heart of man, your subconscious. He wants you to understand about the kingdom in your subconscious. He don't want you aware of the kingdom. He wants you to automatically just be a part of it and not even know it. Stuff is breaking and you just walking in the kingdom. You ain't going after nothing. You just in the kingdom. Are y'all with me on this making sense? We did a Matthew. Watch this. 13. When you get there, skip down with me to the 11th verse. Watch this. He's talking to them about a parable. They ask him in that verse above. He said, why speaketh thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, we there? Because, catch it, it is given unto you, unto you, unto you to know the mysteries of the what? It is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Why are you talking to them in parables? 
Why? All a parable is, when you think about a parable, a parable is a, is a story that is, is made to hide the truth to those that desire the truth, it can be revealed. So a parable hides the truth from those that don't consider it. So that's why once you understand the parable of the sower, then you can read the parable of the man that hid the jewel in the, in the field and have an understanding. You can read about the parable of the, the tares and the wheat, and now you can have an understanding right now. But why? Because it is given to y'all to know the mysteries. The mysteries. Catch it. Of what? Not what did he say again? What, is, what are the mysteries about? The kingdom. of y'all, y'all, y'all reading the same thing? Okay, watch this. The kingdom of heaven, but to them, catch it, to them, to them, to them, it is not given. Who are them? Who are them? Who don't even desire it? Who are not considering it? Who are not committed to it? They don't get it. How many people y'all done met in y'all lifetime? If, if it's only one person, when you talk about, you get to talk about the Bible, and they tell you what? I don't understand it. You know why? Because they're not committed to it. They don't have a, a desire. They have, don't have a passion for it. Are y'all catching it? That's why they say what? I don't understand that Bible. I mean, he can get you with that, keep you from reading it. How many of y'all know the first year when he called me to this, I didn't understand it. And God had to walk with me that first year because, Lord Jesus, that stuff I was talking, Lord Jesus, thank God for, for grace and mercy. I was going with what I know, you know. I was like, I ain't understanding. I was just going for it, but it got in the second year, and it got a little, a little better. And then I told y'all, went about what? But that third year, three and a half years in, that's when this stuff started making sense to me, y'all. But up until then, I, ain't, I didn't, I had no understanding. But I was desiring it though. I was kept pursuing. I didn't stop. You know why? Because that's what my mother told me. She said, baby, you get in there, you, don't, you ain't going to understand it. Keep going. Just keep putting it in. And there's a time where it click, right? And then it finally clicked. They finally, oh, oh, I had them, aha. Uh-huh. And they started making sense. Are y'all with me? But look, to them, it's not given. Why? Because they have no desire. They're not even considering it to do it his way. They're not even thinking, God is not even in their knowledge when life comes. They ain't thinking about what God had to say about it. The person bring the persecution, they're going to they meet fire with fire. They're going to render evil for evil. Why? Because they ain't thinking about God. God's nowhere in their knowledge. Y'all see how this works? So because of that, they're not considering it. Watch this. It's not given to them. Catch it for, catch this now. Whosoever have. Have what? What is he talking about? What? Come on now, because you got to keep, come on, my English people. You got to find out the topic and then keep the topic as he's talking. What did he say at the very first one? He said the mysteries of what? The kingdom of what? Now, what's the topic of what we're talking about? The kingdom of heaven. So now as we continue through these scriptures, we have to know he's talking about the kingdom of heaven. Now, catch this. Look at the next verse. Whosoever have, have what? The mysteries, the knowledge, the understanding of the kingdom of heaven. Guess what? Look what he said about them. To him or her shall be given. He said, you're going to be given. Or, guess what else I can put there? It will be added. 
To them that have a desire, a passion, considering the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, it will be added, or in other words, given to them. Catch this. And he shall have more in abundance. What you say? Now catch this. But whosoever hath not, hath not what? The knowledge, the understanding of the kingdom of heaven. Watch this. From him or her shall be taken. Why is it being taken? Away. Even that that they think they have going to be taken. You think you got it under wraps. That's going to be taken. What is he saying? This is what he's saying in this, in this, in this section of the scripture. For them that have a desire, considering a passion for kingdom things, it will be added or given unto them. For them that don't have a desire, are not considering, have not committed themselves to kingdom things, watch this. That will be taken, and even that that they think they have, it's going to be taken. It's all on what are you considering? What are you having a desire? What are you valuing? What have you committed yourself to? Have you committed yourself to the kingdom and the things of God? Have you really committed yourself to it? Have you really given it your all? Have you really forsaken all and really went after the things of God? I mean, really. Now, that's, a, that's a, I'm, not, I'm not asking you to. That's an individual, right? That's a self-check. If you have, hallelujah. If you haven't, repent and let's go for it. Y'all with me on this? Make sense. Watch this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Catch it. Therefore, speak I to them in parables. I hide the truth in the story for they have no real desire for it because they seek, seeing, see not. Hearing, they hear not. Whether do they understand? Neither do they understand. Why? Because they can't see or hear the truth in the story that I'm telling. But guess what? Look what he told them. He said, but for y'all, y'all get it. Y'all get it. Y'all have a desire for it. Y'all actually came in here today. Y'all have a desire. There's a, there's a desire. There's something in you that's, I want to know more about this kingdom. I want to understand about this kingdom. I, I want to have a passion about this kingdom. Right? He's saying what? But because of that, the mysteries will be available for y'all. It'll be revealed unto y'all. Watch this. Let's go a little deeper. <clears throat> and in them, in fulfilling the, the prophecy of Isaiah, which have by hearing you shall, you shall hear and shall not understand, and seeing you shall see and shall not perceive it. For the people's hearts are wax gross, catch it, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Watch it, catch what he said. He said, and their eyes, who closed them? They did. They closed, they don't, they wasn't, they wasn't looking for it. They wasn't desiring it. They closed their own eyes. He didn't close, it didn't say Satan closed their eyes. It said they made a decision to close their own eyes to not see or understand about the kingdom. And he said, because of that, it will be hidden from them. All truth, all their breakthrough is in the kingdom. And because they decided not to consider it, guess what? They can't even receive it. And it's right up under their noses. Guess this. He said, they've closed lease. I love it. At any time, at any time, he's saying what? I love that. Yes, Lord. He's saying at any time they can change their mind. That's why you don't give up on folks. 
That's why you don't go around saying, when a person show you who they are, believe them. The devil is a liar. At any time, that person can change. They could have been a liar for 30 years, y'all. 30 years they was lying. They lied. They lied. Every time you talk to them, they were lying. And then one day, at any time, it clicked. And they just stopped lying. Right? So when a person show you who they are, and it's, a, it's contrary to who God prepared them to be, pray for them. Say, Lord, help them to see who they are. They don't know any better. They just blinded. And you stay right there and you love them through it. Are y'all seeing? This is what he's this is what we this is how we do as kingdom citizens. Because we once was lying. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, we once was lying. Yeah. We once was out there in them streets. We was loosey-goosey too. Yes, we was. Yeah. We was manipulating and, and getting over on for yes, yes, yes. I'm telling them us that was there. That was me one day. And then the light came on. And he changed me. A change, a change came over me. I once was blind. But now I see. And I like what I see. I see the kingdom. I'm going after it. Are y'all with me on this? Watch this. All right, let's go. Let's go. Oh, God. Where we at? 16? Blessed, oh God, look at this, look at this. Blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for the, he say you are blessed. He said you are blessed whenever you're in a place and they're talking about the kingdom. He said you're blessed whenever you settle down and the pastor decides to tell you a little bit about the kingdom. More folks don't want to tell you about the kingdom. They want to tell you that you're blessed. They want to tell you about Jesus and how he'll bless you and get you a new car and get you a new house. And they do not want to have you know about the kingdom of God. Because if I tell you about the kingdom, oh, you're going to get the king. If I can just get you to enter into the king, if I can get you to just pursue the kingdom, oh, trust they're going to get the king. Oh, God. The kingdom is an amazing place. The benefits of the kingdom, the, the, the attributes, the, the, the access you have with the kingdom. It is so beautiful. Come on over to this kingdom. It's just like folks trying to get to America. Folks is losing their lives to get to America. Why folks ain't losing their lives to get into the kingdom of heaven? Folks is traveling miles and seeing by desert and dealing with rattlesnakes and scorpions and hiding in rocks to, trying to climb a wall and getting in the tunnel trying to get to this America. Land of the dreams. He say, my kingdom is way better than America. Ah, oh, you need to find a tunnel. Ah, oh, you need to cross some deserts. Ah, oh, you need to get in that ocean to get over to the kingdom of God. Give it all up. Lose it all to get over to my kingdom. Oh, God. And he say, you are blessed. Y'all are blessed. Say, I'm blessed. You are blessed. Guess what? Because you see it. You hear it. It sounds good too, don't it? Oh, hallelujah. It is good. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. He said, blessed because you hear. Oh, God. Catch it. For verily I say unto you that, oh, beautiful. This is beautiful. Catch this, y'all. 
that many prophets and righteous, righteous more have desired to see those things. Oh, God, Jesus, which you see and, ha- and have not seen them and to hear those things which you hear and have not. He say what you have. <laughs> what y'all are hearing right now. He say Abraham never heard it. He said, but he had a desire to hear and see it. He said, what y'all getting is better than Moses. Moses had a desire to see and hear these things. He said, all of the prophets, Isaiah and Malachi and Jeremiah and Zephaniah. Oh, my God. Jonah, all the prophets, they desired to see and hear what y'all are sitting here today hearing. He said, what y'all are getting is something they never had. What y'all are getting are way better than those prophets. They heard about the kingdom. They desired to be a part of the kingdom. He said, but now here y'all are. Have the opportunity to be a part of my kingdom. What you have is way better than Moses, than Abraham. He said, the blessing I have for you is better than the Abrahamic blessing. See, today's prophets and pastors still got y'all going after being blessed. I want the Abraham blessing. What? He said, what I got for you way better than that. The kingdom I'm trying to give you, the kingdom I'm giving you access to is way better than the Abraham blessing. Oh, God. Y'all got to see this thing, y'all. The access that he's trying to convey unto us about his kingdom is way better than that in the past. Let me tell you something. That old covenant is nothing but a reference. That's all it is. You got people still preaching out it real strong. And all of it is types and shadows. Mm. It's pointing to our king. Think about it like this. All the prophets in the old all they could prophesy is about what? He coming. He coming. He coming. He coming. Isaiah. And when he come, something going to be on his shoulders. He going to have something on his shoulders when he come. A child is born. A son is given. And there going to be something on his shoulder. Something. Something on his shoulder. I don't It looked like a, a, the government. What did I say? I know about the The government is on his shoulder. A country, an idea, a kingdom he is carrying. Let me tell you something. When you denote somebody carrying something, it's usually a servant. You know, they yoke them with something. It's usually a servant. And then we read that Jesus came as a servant to serve. He stripped himself of all he had wrapped himself in sinful flesh and fulfilled the will or the purpose of his father for the whole world to be now reestablished, not to establish, re, re means to be put back at original state, establish what? The kingdom. The kingdom. And then when he stepped on the scene, he went through the temptation. He came out. When he opened up his mouth, the first thing he said when he started preaching was what? Repent or change your mind. What? 
The kingdom of God is what? Here. Mm. Yes, Lord, I see that. He said, everything they talked about is before you now. Oh, God. All that Moses said, all that Jeremiah said, all that Isaiah said, all that Jonah said, all that Daniel said, all that King David sung about and wrote about, all of those things now are standing here. The kingdom of a God is at hand. I'm here. I'm here. All that's done with now. I'm here now. And then when it was on that mountain, the transfiguration, and then they came out and they could see, they seen the example, Isaiah, Moses, Hallelujah. That's a whole now. I almost went down a rabbit hole on that to explain that. Watch this though. When they came out, they said they went, they went down, they opened their eyes. The Bible said all they saw was him. And then they heard a voice and the voice told them to hear him. Who was him? Jesus. He said, hear him now. You ain't got to listen to the prophets no more. He the one. He's the example. And here he is saying, the kingdom of God, seek ye first the kingdom. And if you do that, I'm going to add everything else. The prophets desire to see what y'all getting. He said, but y'all hear it. Y'all see it. And guess what? Because you hear it and see it, look for the adding. Matter of fact, let's just do this. Lift your hands. Say, Lord, thank you for adding. Thank you, Thank you for adding to my life, adding to, add to my family, adding to my household, adding to my job, adding to, add to me, in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Now give him a praise on that right there. Pastor Omar Ellison, Lady Ellison, and the Salt and Light family would like to thank you for joining us in today's broadcast. You can visit us at 1350 East Mayhan Drive, which our service times are every Sunday at 12 noon and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. You can also visit us at Facebook and YouTube at Salt and Light Covenant Church or visit us at our website at saltandlightcovenant.com. We thank you again, and until next time, you be blessed. <laughs>